This is Brian Medor from East Carolina University. You are listening to the Sports Objective, the official, unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Great, Coach. That was, uh, you know, nice Greenville weather out there today. Um, you, know, you get everything. You get 95 degrees and 100% humidity, and you get a hurricane. So uh, it's just, you know, what comes with living in eastern North Carolina. So uh, finished off, uh, you know, the last kind of, regular practice of the week uh, for the week. Tomorrow we're going to have a kind of a game simulation, take them through a lot of stuff uh, as it relates to game day and pregame warm-ups and, you know, work a lot of our situations tomorrow. Uh, so it is practice, uh, but it's more of a, a mental thing uh, than, a, you know, a full-scale, full-on practice. Um, so, you know, we're, we're getting towards the end of, uh, you know, our preparations as far as preseason camp goes. And, you know, next week's game week. So, uh, the guy's spirits are high about that. Okay, we'll open it up to questions for Coach Houston now. Coach, how do you feel like the guys, the new guys in particular, have adapted to that game week style thus far and really kind of focusing on on one particular opponent? Well, I mean, it's um, – I think everybody's done pretty good. Uh, you know, with so many new young guys, uh, there's lots of firsts this week. I mean, it's – uh, you know, we worked late game situations again at the end of practice today, and um, you know, a couple of them they get they get confused on like, exactly what is this? You know, why what, what's this again? And you know, you, you can go over it and over and over, and you just keep going over it again and again and again. There's no there is no uh, no replacement for experience. Uh, game experience means so much. I told them the story of last year. You know, we're we're at NC State to open the field. We had went over pregame warm up. We'd done like four days. We went through pregame warm up. And we get out there, you know, right before kickoff, and you know we get ready to go pass scale offense versus defense, and 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 Holton just has no clue what we're doing. What, what are we doing, Coach? And I mean, it's I mean it's like a complete catastrophe. Just is chaos out there. Because game day, you know, you get the nerves, you get the a little bit of pressure, you know, you get a little bit of that build up. And if it's your first time, you know, you never know, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, and so we're trying to cover as much of that stuff as many times as we can to try to get those guys that experience before next week. Coach, I know you've got a bevy of quality running backs to go to. I'm a little curious, um, as you enter the first game here, how important is it going to be for you to try to get uh, your big running back, Darius Penix, at 6 feet, 225, 230, untracked early amongst this uh, grouping of, of running backs that you've got heading into the UCF game? Well, Darius has had a great preseason, um, uh, a better preseason than what he had last year. Uh, he's in better shape, uh, had a great attitude, you know, very very team-oriented attitude. He's doing a lot of stuff uh, for us in a lot of different places. And so we expect him to be, a, you know, a big part of the game plan uh, for game one. Uh, really, really pleased with the competition and the depth in that running back room. And I look forward to seeing those guys in live action. Hey, Coach, you'd mentioned before, um, uh, you know, talking about wanting to have parents uh, of the players attend and kind of what's going on there. Uh, Mac Brown's talked about at UNC today. NC State had a group of parents actually petition the governor. Is, right. that, some, is that something that you guys might try to, you know, keep pushing for as we're still a week out is, is to get, you know, maybe some more family members? Or, and how important would that be for your guys? I mean, I, you're going to have – you're going to have parents – missed the first game of their son's career next Saturday. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure my wife would be the exact same way. I mean, she, she goes to everything that the kids have. And, you know, I just think that's the, that's the real tragedy in it all. 
Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard, uh, you know, John Gilbert and I've talked a good bit, uh, you know, using the 50 tickets for the upperclassmen parents, um, you know, it's hard for me when, you know, one player's parents can be there and another player's parents can't. And that's, that's, I just think that's just a tragedy. And so anything that we can do to get all of our families in the stands for our players next week, you know, I would be all for. Um, I just think that's important for these kids. I think it's important for mom and dad. I talked to one family last weekend that, you know, they are hours and hours away. Uh, and, you know, they have not seen their son since, you know, back at the beginning of July. And it's, it's just, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's those freshman parents, especially it's tough. So um, will anything change between now and next week? I don't know. I mean, that's up to uh, somebody besides me. Okay, thanks, Ronnie. Uh, have you heard any more about what game day might look like? We've got a pretty good idea. Um, you know, it's uh, pregame warm up will be, you know, kind of the same kind of deal. Uh, we'll have a, uh, you know, we'll have, we'll be able to dress a few more kids at home than we will be able to on the road. Uh, we're going to test um, all, 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 all players, all 118, three times next week. Uh, and so we anticipate all 118 uh, minus the one current positive that we have. We, we expect all of them to be, you know, on the sideline in some capacity for the game next week. Now, we'll have to have some distancing measures in place. We'll have to have some masks in place for those that aren't uh, playing in the game. Um, but, you know, that's, that's kind of what will be with our roster. The sideline will be spread out uh, a little bit more than usual. Um, obviously, the coaching staff will be in masks. Um, you know, there's so many protocols on how we're going to travel to and from. You know, there'll be a 20 feet barrier, a 20 foot barrier around the players inside the bubble. Um, you know, everybody will, you know, do the rapid return test Friday morning. Uh, we won't meet until everything's back and we're assured that as best as we can that everybody's negative, uh, you know, within our roster before we do any of our meetings and walkthroughs on Friday. Uh, you know, there'll be temperature checks and screenings on game day morning. Uh, and that'll have to, that's a lot, that'll have to happen early, uh, you know, eight o'clock pregame meal with a 12 o'clock kickoff. So it's going to be a lot of new things. Uh, there's so many more and I can't even, you know, probably think of right now, but, um, you know, there's going to be stuff with the stadium. We got to, you know, talk to UCF about that, you know, as far as crowd noise and music and things like that, I would think that they would want that as well, uh, for the atmosphere. Uh, but there's just there's lots of things we're going to have to do this year in order to play. But, you know, everybody's committed to doing those things because, um, you know, everybody wants to play. One of my many sports theories, Coach, is every team needs that fastball. Or there's a point in a game where you have to, to go and lean on your guys, your best players. Uh, just looking at the stats, the last few scrimmage, that Holt Naylor's the C.J. Johnson connection, just stat-wise, seems like C.J.'s making big plays. Is that – is that thing kind of moving along as you hope? I mean, and those two guys just continuing their careers kind of together. How has CJ kind of been? Well, I think CJ's been great. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, our offensive skill kids in general have had uh, a really solid preseason camp. I'm excited to see them play. Uh, I know I, I, everybody is. Um, you know, it's you don't know until you get out there and, and play, but, uh, and I think that every, everybody knows the potential that we have on that side of the ball. And so, you know, hopefully we can see that come together next week. And, you know, I think if, you know, if those guys are playing, uh, you know,
the, at their at their level of potential and, and gelling and playing together well, um, you know, I think we've got a chance to be pretty good on that side of the football. Hey, Coach. Uh, sorry, Mark. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Kirkpatrick talked about Fernando Fry some uh, this week right. at center. Could you discuss that a, a little bit? And then also, how's that offensive line rounding up? You know, Fernando, you look at him, he's a guy when I got here that, uh, you know, hadn't played, you know, much at all um, and really, uh, you know, needed to be developed some more. And, and that that kid, you know, so proud of him just in the way he's developed his body since I got here. Uh, you know, he has, you know, solidified himself as a guy that you know you can depend on. He's a tough, hard-nosed guy. You can get everything that he's got every single snap. Uh, he makes so many of our calls you know, on our front, he's kind of the general of the offensive line right there in the middle uh, and just really made a nice transition to that center position. So, uh, you know, he's a guy, I, I'm, I'm really proud of him. Uh, he's really come a long way and uh, a very solid, very solid player for us. Coach, when you have a day like you had today, a big time rain practice, um, can you address how much of a team building kind of thing that that's, that's one of the biggest things you kind of get out of a rain day. It seems like um, camaraderie amongst the team and um, practices that, that they remember. Um, can well, you talk about how we're, we're, we're all out there getting soaked together, no doubt. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the deal where you never know, you may have a game like that. You know, you may have a game in this kind of weather and certainly you gotta be able to function in it. Um, you know, some players do well, uh, some players struggle. For the most part, older players, uh, confident players, uh, pretty tough-minded players, they usually do pretty well in the rain. Uh, guys that, you know, everything always has to be perfect and nothing can be out of line and, you know, any kind of uh, any kind of bump in the road just derails them. Those guys usually struggle in that kind of weather. So I think those days are important. Um, you know, there's some pieces, you know, towards the end of practice, the balls were getting pretty slick. There's some pieces where you'd like to have you know, the ability on a day like today to, you know, to, to not be in that kind of weather. But I think that, uh, you know, we got more positive done today than negative. Coach, we talked a lot about Garcia and some about Stubblefield. Can you update us on maybe Taji Hudson and, and how he's progressing? You know, Taji missed a little bit of time uh, during camp and, and came back uh, late last week. And so he's a little bit behind in the quarterback room. Uh, so, you know, we found him, you know, he, he was with us on the scout team at the beginning of the week on the, on the offensive scout team. So we stuck him out at wide receiver. Now we all had talked about this possibility, but holy cow, I mean, that kid, I mean, you talk about showing your athleticism, uh, and playmaking ability. Uh, so, you know, we've made the transition for this year. He's going to play wide receiver for us, uh, be heavily involved in special teams. And you, know, you look out there, he's taller than most of our tight ends other than Zach Bird. Uh, he's more athletic than, you know, just about anybody on the team and, you know, has that, that big frame, big hands, speed. Uh, so he's going to be a lot of fun to watch when he gets uh, kind of everything figured out on that side of the ball. Um, you know, I, I, I had a talk with him, just, you know, great attitude, coach, whatever, whatever you think's best for me. You know, I, I just, I just want to, you know, do my part and would love to get on the field and play, you know, that kind of attitude. If they all had that attitude, then things would be a whole lot smoother. But, uh, you know, we'll probably look at him at quarterback again in the future. Uh, but I think for this fall, you know, I told Coach Kirkpatrick, you know, if, if he could either we either move him to wide receiver and use him on offense, or if he's going to be on the defensive field, he's going to be in the secondary playing defense. So, um, so we've, cho we've chosen wide receiver for this year. 
Coach, have you had much chance to work on different situations, special situations, maybe end of the half, end of the game, Hail Mary type situations? Yeah, we, we actually did that today. Uh, we've worked late game situations a lot for the past two weeks. Uh, showed them the, the field goal situation at the end of the half last year at UCF where, you know, the guys did a great job executing a, you know, a hurry field goal situation with no timeouts, getting the kick off. Jake nailed the kick. Uh, so we simulated that again today. Uh, and then we worked our, our, you know, play before last of the game and then last play of the game, you know, both those situations today. Um, so it's, uh, it's one we'll continue working that, you know, throughout next week because, you know, when you come into that situation, you know, whether it's an onside kick, hands team, you know, Big Ben or victory victory defense or whatever, when you come down to that last play, it's a pretty freaking important play. You know, biggest play of the game, it's winning and losing. So there's a lot on the line in those situations. Going a little more on the, the Taji situation, you look at Josiah Hatfield, right. have that quarterback experience, and even right. CJ a little bit too. I mean, when you have receivers who have at least that ability, obviously, does it, does it open up the – double pass, trick play, but their versatility can – not you can count on, but can right. kind of mix in every now and then, I guess. Sure. I mean, that's – we've – you know, we had a, a kid at uh, JMU that was a high school quarterback, and, you know, he was the best trick play kid we had. And uh, I think all those guys have that same ability as well. The other thing about him, you know, you take a guy like Taji, you know, just he's used to being a leader. Uh, he's very intelligent, very football smart, uh, and has that savviness about him you know, that any, any, any quarterback is, you know, usually going to have. And so, you know, that makes for a great position player because, you know, he's done, you know, a lot of different things and seen a lot of different things and usually understands the offense very well. Are there any other questions for Coach Houston this afternoon? Just uh, got one. Saw the NCAA this week went ahead and approved election day all for right. all student athletes. What does that mean to your program? And are, and are you encouraging the kids to go out and vote? Well, you know, this summer we registered every one of our players to vote. And so all of our players are registered to vote either here in Pitt County or, uh, you know, absentee ballot back home. Uh, it's something that, uh, you know, we feel strongly about. Um, you know, we're going to ensure that we have election day as an off day so that all of our coaches and players can, you know, participate and, uh, you know, their, their right as an American citizen and, and uh, vote in the, the, you know, the local and national elections. So I think that's important for all of us. Any other questions? Okay. Thanks, Coach Houston. Thanks a lot. See you guys next week. Okay, Coach.